everybody. Welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast where myself and my co-host reboot everything you can think of and make it wildly successful and popular. And everyone loves us and we have a lot of friends. My name is Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Frank, I like board games. Me too. I like movies based on board games. Battleship with uh, Rihanna? I didn't see that one. Jumanji. Uh, not a real board game. Well, they made it afterwards, right? Did they? But that's a, yeah, and you get sucked in, and it's like yeah. A, but it's then like that a, makes that a VHS board games. That makes that a board game based on a movie. Yeah, which we don't have enough. Okay, we have too much of. Yeah, we've got a, every version of Monopoly. Have you, have you ever played the Lethal Weapon board game? Uh, are you? <laughs> no, that's it's not. It's not the worst. I don't think we've got enough of them to be honest, though. Mm-hmm. Movies based on board games, that is. and I'm not sorry that we're doing this today. No, and that's that you hit that. It's funny that you should say the word sorry. Are you sorry? It's, it's, Scott? it's weird that you're doing this because this, we haven't talked about this at all beforehand. And this sorry is the name of the game that I'd like to turn into a movie. It's hard to emphasize because the, the name of the game is sorry. Exclamation, Exclamation point. point. It's more like, it's sorry. hard to get that across. I actually like the. The, like, trademark on the game is, like, sorry, exclamation point, Mm -hmm. like, as the title. TM. Mm Mm-hmm. Hasbro. So, based on the ancient game of Parcheesi, which is a fun game, I played, uh... Now, wait, what's the difference between sorry and trouble? Sorry, well, trouble is based on Parcheesi, because they both just involve dice, and sorry has the deck of cards with, with basically hero powers in them. Oh, I've apparently never played Sorry. So, and but both of them involve like if you step on another player, they have to go home. They go back to home, and you like bump them. And you. It, so basically, I mean, like Sorry is like trouble, but instead of for three year olds, it's for seven year olds. Uh huh. And trouble comes with that dome where you just pop. Yeah, it Yeah, where and like you can't lose you. the dice. I played Minions Trouble a lot over the summer. Boy, I did not know that was a thing. Oh, you know it was a thing, and every time we'd go like, oh, someone's in trouble. It is a whole thing. But, like, what, is it just that the board is, like, minions' faces on it, or? No, the little pieces are minions. You have to get all four oh, of your minions Oh, instead of home. just, like, gumdrops? Yeah, instead of just gumdrops. I always thought the sorry pieces looked like Hershey Kisses, but different colors, and I love Yeah, yeah, little, yeah, 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 they do, yeah. Um, you can't eat them, though. But, so. You can't eat them. It's, there's not a lot to work with for, for, as a source material, which is kind of nice, because... It gives us some. It gives us some room to breathe. We got a real green pasture here, blue sky. They call it in the web development world. Mm. Uh, well, let, let's look at other previous successful board game to movie properties just real quick to see what you know what they did that we mm-hmm. can emulate. The very, I think, the first one that we all know is Clue. Oh, big! T- probably, probably the the biggest one. And that one basically didn't do anything. Like I mean, they got the they got the they focused on let's get all six characters, let's get all six weapons, and that's it. And then we write our own story, and yeah, that's what they time. did. And it was weird and wacky, and everyone hated it at the time. And now uh, millennials love it. Bit of a romp. Battleship, I think, was about aliens. Who... Yeah, like I I'm gonna be honest, I didn't actually see it, but I felt like I saw it when I watched the trailer. I think the aliens can turn invisible, so like radar doesn't work or something. So they, they need they need they needed the battleship. Yeah, well, and then I think they they couldn't use radar or something, and so they had to have a person spotting and, and like, shouting like B six. Yeah, 
you sunk their battleship. So basically, what we got to make sure we have, I think, if we're going off of that trend, is we got to have, for some reason, those Hershey Kiss game pieces. And we got to have the cross in circles, you know, the big home yeah, circles. Yeah, and we also, I think a really, big, a really big part of it is the deck of cards. Yeah. Right? It's, so it distinguishes it from the other games. So talk to me about the deck of cards. You said they had, they got powers in them. Yeah, and the, so there's so instead of rolling dice, there's a there's a deck of cards that have different dice rolls, right? Uh huh. So like you flip over the top card of the deck, and it tells you what your number is, but then certain uh, numbers mean things. It gets pretty nuts. So a seven, you can move one pawn seven you spaces split. or split it. You split it between two any way you want, and then there's ones like fours. You always go backwards. Like it's not just you know a number of what you do. Ooh, like, if you get a ten and you can't move forward 10 you have to move somebody back one well that's an or no this the rule wikipedia says move 10 spaces forward or one space back or one back but then it says yeah, you sh- if none of a player's pawns can move forward 10 oh i see then so you have to do one or the yeah, other that's a, a global rule is if there's not if there's not room for you to move forward you you, you just lose it and i understand now so like if you only have four spaces left at home mm-hmm. and you roll a five you can't do it mm-hmm. so it gets pretty nuts and then there's the there's the there's the sorry card, obviously, which the is that you take, one of your, you take one of your home pieces and you just crawl along the board until you meet an enemy and then you just ram them back home. Uh-huh. And that's that's the biggest one. That's the one that kind of is the biggest power swing on the board. So here's what I want to... I want to... Okay, so... Who is Sorry. I think that's the really big question. Once we figure that out, we can kind of unfold the rest of the movie here. Yeah, and really so work kind the of mechanics two big, in there. The two big camps that I can think of, right? So either either I'm sorry or you're sorry, right? Who The, the person holding the cards, either, either they're sorry or they're making other people sorry. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the original premise of the sorry is that when you bump someone back, you may say sorry. This is, I think, You may say sorry, but yet you do not take back the action. You don't take back the action. You're just, ooh, There's sorry. There's no regret. Kind of yeah, like a... You, you say it like that in that way where you, like, kind of hate the person. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way as saying a, a person of the modern day saying sorry, not sorry. And we don't like it. Nobody likes it. It's... Yeah, and, and so there's... It creates a, a culture, uh, or not a culture, an atmosphere of uh, resentment and revenge, I would say. Like most purportedly family board games, I would think, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. There's a couple kind of genres that we could put this into, right? Mm-hmm. There's a horror element, right? Like, you're going to be sorry. Oh, you're going to be sorry. Or there's, a, or there's like a thriller... There's kind of a thriller bent to it where you can say, like, I'm going to make them sorry for what they did. Oh, yeah. There's also, I mean. There's a mystery element where you just say, who is sorry? uh Uh-huh. We could also go, we could, you know, follow in Battleship's footsteps. We don't necessarily have to do aliens, but what if it's, like, ghosts or monsters Mm -hmm. or, you know, something making things that are either either they're sorry Mm -hmm. or they make Mm -hmm. us sorry. This is... This is there good could be stuff. a magical element to it where you, you, you know, you, 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 dra- you have to draw the card and then it does something. Oh, but if you get yeah. the sorry, we work the card. Then you give it. your soul to the demon that lives in the board game, like Ouija. I kind of want to make it 
stupid and sci-fi like I, I i kind of want the cards to be some weird technology more than i want them to be magic i don't know why i want that i just think that is a more uh the problem with science is how do we make it random but still science well so i think the cards themselves are physical printed out things it's just when you draw them they are also somehow technology that you like read into something or they just like upon flipping over uh, so are we talking like an advanced Yu-Gi-Oh arm duel system? Ooh, I don't want to get too into Yu-Gi-Oh. We've already done that reboot. But have you seen Cardcaptor Sakura? Yes, we've also talked about Cardcaptor Sakura before. We have on the show? Yeah, we talked about it when oh, we did uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Oh, you're right. Uh so we can't unleash the power hidden inside. Mm-mm. We don't have to go sci-fi with it. I just kind of like the idea of the cards looking like they've got circuits All right, we can in go, them. Let's, let's go metabots, right? You have these <laughs> machines that have card slots, and you put in combinations of different cards to do things, maybe? I want it to be some sort of, like, world stakes, though, like Battleship. I want it to be we're playing the situation so like aliens in, land and say like play this bullshit board game Except I wanted to... We need to make it... I think the show itself... Or the movie itself... It can't be a board game in the movie, right? In in the Battleship no, 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 movie, no. assumedly, they're not playing... No one says, I really play Battleship, not. right? So I want it yeah. to be like, the situation they're in is exactly sorry, but nobody says it. Nobody ever, because, you know, Parker Brothers didn't really take off in that universe. What if it's like some... some here, here, okay, 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 okay. Some sort of galactic scale, universe scale deity has well that's not science universe scale being okay sorry i said deity it captures four different planets and and it takes a champion from each of them well no because i don't want them playing a game i was thinking maybe the planets become the pieces i don't want this to be it's not hunger games this is this is real okay sorry what so here's so I'm thinking I like where you're going like the sorry card as prisoner's dilemma sorry card as prisoner's dilemma also maybe like the Hershey kiss pawn pieces are like spaceships do we do a last starfighter sort of situation maybe uh, see it's it's hard to not do this without any game at all like because now that now that I now that I said it I do kind of like the Running Man Hunger Games vibe. Mm-hmm. But like the game is out of, is like spun out of their control. But not Jumanji. I don't, I don't want to do Jumanji. Not Jumanji. I don't. Yeah, because this is the hard thing. I coming up with a premise that's not them just playing a board game. Like it's mm-hmm. got. I want it to be a ridiculous, contrived battleship situation. But well, so here's here. Maybe this will help. Here's the thing that I just in 2013. There's some rule changes they added, and most notable was they added two additional items called fire and ice. What? Depending on which card is drawn, you can place on certain pawns on the board, modifying the playing rules for those pawns. Fire gives a pawn the ability to move ahead quickly before the player's turn, and ice stops a pawn from being moved or removed from play at all. So, maybe oh. maybe fire and ice, maybe there is a little bit of magic to it. Okay. All right, this is a little bit more... We can go sci-fi with it, but I, I think we can't escape an element of not knowing how it works. But so you have a you have like a planetary defense system, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's using ancient technology that we've you know we've spliced into, but don't fully understand. Oh, fifth element style. So at, when when the Earth comes under attack, somebody 
like a, a, a an individual elected for this purpose, <laughs> okay, has to draw the next card of the deck, uh-huh. handshaking, and then the then w- when they choose it, it goes into like the machine. And, like, stuff happens. So, they discover, like, Earth... So, yeah. Okay, okay. And when... Here's... Ah, uh, okay. Earth is under attack, and they discover that the, the technology of the aliens attacking them is super similar to this ancient defense technology that they found in Unearthed and have been using. Yes. And so, the cards let them control... So, they have, like, their own defense pawns, and then the aliens also have their attack pawns, and they realize... So first, they're just using the cards to like maneuver their own pawns around, mm-hmm. and the, the Earth pawns look—they look different enough that they don't immediately realize that the technology is the same. But then someone notices. Have you guys like noticed the movement patterns or something of theirs are similar to ours? Mm-hmm. What That's if, a formation three. What if the next card we draw, we try to send the signal to their pieces instead, or yeah, not, they, obviously they, they won't say pieces, and then and they you realize, know they rip a sorry, yeah. And then also they maybe before that, like every so often, randomly their their pawn does a thing that they don't tell it to do, and they're like, "What? Why is it malfunctioning?" Mm-hmm. And it turns out because you know the, there's like the, there's they, like pilots and rigs and yeah, and the aliens have their own deck of cards and they yeah. can maneuver the earth and they're blasting pawns. out. Mm, they're blasting out just everything, just cards. But so on on the earth side, let's say. Like and like for the first you know for the first like twenty years we had this discovery we were just ripping cards but now the deck's thin and we have to make hard choices. Why were they ripping cards? No 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 sorry they kept drawing cards against everybody and then they were like whoa 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 there's only twenty cards left. Oh you're saying cards are are one. They have one deck and when they pull a card like it burns. They don't get to shuffle them back. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh man! So now you know you start with you start with forty five cards. Can we have a side now, plot of uh, a Jeff Goldblum scientist? Try, I'm imagining now we're doing like trying Independence to make more cards, right? Bit. Yeah, he's trying to make new cards. Yeah, and oh, at the end of the movie, he makes the fire and ice cards. Yes, he figures out. He's like, I've come up with a card that lets us move way faster, and a card that should freeze them in place. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay. So there's. Let's see. Um. And I guess the so the pawns the the ships that they're moving don't actually have shooting capabilities. The way you take out other ships is you slam your collide. ship into them. Mm-hmm. And if you you know and when you the, when you're the collider, your ship just survives for. I don't even th- I don't think it destroys the other ship. I think it just bumps it back. It just absorbs it. Maybe maybe it does eventually destroy it, but it like bumps it back the first few times until eventually mm-hmm. like their shields get lowered and then they explode. Yeah, something like that. Okay, 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 okay. So this is a rare opportunity where we 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 kind of we kind of ground up this bad boy. Yeah. So we got we need kind of our main cast. So we need we need the protagonist we follow, which is probably like an ace card puller. Like you know, card pullers are like pilots now. Mm-hmm. Um, then I don't, we have yeah, I guess. Because in this situation, the cards are a thing that... So what have they... Up to this point, what have they been using it for? Have other things been attacking Earth? I think that it's 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 just a more advanced Earth, maybe. Maybe. How about this? Maybe they've... So several different countries have found these things buried. Oh. And so up to this point, they're all like just like national defense systems that they use in like their wars. Yeah. And then we get, a, we get a, the classic like mass effect type situation where you know 
humanity was fighting itself, and then an alien invader showed up to unite humanity. Yeah. And so they now they've all combined their, um, or like a Pacific Rim, right? They're all teaming up their yeah. Jaegers instead of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go like, "How many? How many fives do you have left? We only have three. You have four. Like, and they're like coordinating their decks. Yes. There's four of each card, and then five ones in the deck. Okay. Yeah, and so like. So that's the, so. The, so maybe at first each nation tries to like it separately yeah, defend. Like 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 Russia throws a one and like the U.S. throws a seven and like it's all mismatched. And I think you show some nations like try to like at first they're just doing it on their own and their defense system gets wiped out and then the, yeah. so there's like, like three remaining like, countries and they're like we need to join our forces. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm gonna say. So I think, I th- I'm gonna say just off the bat. I want. I want America to be one of the first countries that's destroyed and they're there. Maybe like the main character can be American, but the American defense system is no longer yeah, yeah. in play by the and time as the aliens the, show as up. As the pooler is pooler as puller as the, the ripper. I, I like ripper as the, the ripper, ripper of the ri- deck. <laughs> Rippers is ridiculous. <laughs> what movie are we making? As the, as, as the ACE us ripper, he grabs what's left of the deck and just flees to like the UK or something. Right. I don't and even know like, that he necessarily, yeah, maybe he does flee. Yeah. I think either he flees or it's just like after America is destroyed and then he, the, the remaining countries realize like we need to do this together america's like we at least have some of our deck left let's send ace ace ripper to yeah yeah well, that's not his name that's his he is the ace I know, ripper but I, of the united I had states ace, ace ripper was said inside brackets so that uh-huh. you knew to insert name yeah I, well, I think i think that when the disaster strikes he just swipes the deck and runs to jeff goldblum yeah and we will have jeff goldblum in it we'll just yeah get jeff and goldblum. he might as well just be jeff goldblum right yeah because i don't really want to that's what it's just what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, but we, we we need a name for the Ace Ripper, and I want it to be I want it to be very all American, you know, because he's he's gonna be out of the U.S. soon, so he needs to kind of represent uh, the old red, white, and blue. I'm thinking like this? Jack this? Shreddington. Well, how about this? I wanted. To, hang on, let me see this. Um, so, you doing all right? So yeah, I wanted to see if I could do some sort of deep cut. So. Of sorry, yeah. So here's original. Sorry was originally, oh his last name is Parker, right? I was, the Parker I was thinking either Parker or it was originally manufactured in England by a company called W H Story and Co. So his last name could be like his name could be like William or William Hen- yeah w- w- William Henry Story Co. Yeah, well not Story. We get rid of the and Co. It'd just be Story S T O William Parker Will Parker Will Parker's pretty good. Parker Story Parker can be a first name. I know, but I don't really want it to be. I think it... I like William Parker, but I just feel like it's more of a deep cut, like... Yeah. Patting ourselves on the back, winking. That's what we're if doing. We get, if we get, I'm saying if we get story in there. Like, that's... I want it to be more egregious. <laughs> All right. Parker middle name. Will Parker story. Parker story hyphenated. <laughs> yeah. Will Parker, Will Parker, Parker story. story. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um... Or we could just <laughs> um, there's another company that published it called Waddingtons. We could just make him super British. <laughs> oh, no, because he's got to be he's the stranger in a strange land. He's here. the home he's the hometown boy from Kansas. So Ace Ripper, Ace Ripper, Will Parker story. We, we, who from now on I guess is just Will, right? Because you don't say his full name every time. Yeah, he swipes Billy? the deck. Hmm. Will or Billy? Will. Okay. Will. He's a soldier. You are against Billy. He swipes the deck. 
and he runs to Jeff Goldblum's house. Mm-hmm. Now, swiping the yeah, deck. Yeah, he takes like a truck. Ford built tough. A hover truck, probably. A hover truck, Ford built tough. Yeah. And he like, you know, he like, he's like knocking on the door and you know that Jeff Goldblum's been like retired for five years, but he was still his mentor in the, yeah. in the program. Uh-huh. And I think he was even, I think 20 years ago, he was the original, he was on the original dig team that found the deck in the United States. Yeah. So and he was like head researcher. Yep. I feel like we, I want to backtrack just a teeny bit. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I, at some point we need to address how the actual combat system works because in the original game of Sorry, right, you've got your start circle and then you have to get all the way around into your home circle. And I want that mm-hmm. home circle like, are they trying to get their... Maybe they're trying to dock their pawns into Earth's docking points. Those are their those are their home zones. And if they okay. get their and pawns... Okay, and then when they, when, all, when, they, when they have all four docking slots full, they take control of the whole facility. Yeah, when they get all four of their docking slots or docking pieces into our home trench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and no, it like, so like the actual... The actual assault base has docking ports, and Ooh. if they get their ships into all four, they take control of the base. Yeah, and here's the thing. Color swap. Here's the Go thing. Red to blue. You need to have... So, each color of Sari, right, has four pieces. So, in this, there's a, mm-hmm. it's just going to be two players, right, basically? Well, to, Earth I against think... aliens. But there'll be four alien pawns, and then Earth only has three remaining pawns, and they realize, oh, shit, we have to have four if we want this plan to work. And so, mm-hmm. they can maybe, like... They can like rig one. They can maybe rig one, or they like they uncover one. Oh, there's like another one. There's like they, maybe there's another one, and they they uncover it at the last second and find it buried yeah. in like Antarctica. Well, like, or like it's like out in some dude's barn, and he's like, "Come with me." Yeah, yeah. And they, like, we get the Randy the tarp. You get Randy Quaid from Independence Day, the crazy guy. <laughs> yes, he like rips the tarp, and he's and he's like. And he's like, whew, been fixing this some bitch for the last 15 years. But I, okay, so now we got And it's got like steel plates like bolted into it and stuff. Now we have to address this. I imagined these pieces being like the enormous, like the size of the Independence Day spaceships, basically. Individually? I don't yeah, know. I was just I picturing, I was just picturing like huge. fighter planes. So you think they're like little fighters. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But so. I mean, they can wreak like havoc though so fighter i mean fighter plane is probably too small yeah they're, they're maybe the size of a but then there's no way that something that big this dude could be hiding on his farm so yeah that's what i'm saying because i really want this like i want that like also. fourth piece that's been fixed like by like randos maybe he just uncovered like the top of it but the rest of it's still buried and he's mm. been like he's just a crazy guy with this thing like, he built his barn on top of it and then found it or something. Oh, he goes, like, I found a UFO, but it turns out he only found the top 10% he of the He only found the top, the top 10%, which is that, like, you know how each piece has, it, it looks like nubbin. a Hershey Kiss with a circle on top, basically. Yeah, a little nubbin. So it's, he found that orb. Mm-hmm. And he goes, like, I don't know what this is, but I put I, I built a barn over it Yeah, I want to say it's, ago. like, as big as a, like, a house, or maybe it's as big as, like, a battleship or something. You're talking about the whole... The whole shit. The, 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 the whole thing, not okay. just the part that he's uncovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically uncovered the antenna. Because he thinks the little orb is a crashed UFO. Yeah. He thinks it's a crashed UFO, and he's been, like, slowly excavating it himself. Like, he built mm-hmm. his barn over it and has been digging yeah. down into it, and then finally he's like, I gotta tell the government about this one. 
I, gotta I think the government the finds him because he wouldn't willingly tell the government. He only willingly tells the government once he realizes the stakes. Like, he's had it this whole time, and then once it becomes clear, Earth is screwed. He's like, you boys need to get out here. He shows up, and he's like, hey, I've got a fourth one. Okay. I like it. Okay, so let's get back to casting. So we do have Randy Quaid, mm-hmm. and we're just going to get Randy Quaid again. Yeah. His um, name can be, like, Dirk if he wants, sir. Yeah, and then we've got Jeff Goldblum as... Head research scientist Jeff Goblum. <laughs> you threw a little apostrophe in there and you made him a fantasy race. <laughs> I did. What if, uh, ooh. I was going to say, what if Jeff Goldblum is secretly one of the aliens? And that's why he understands their technology. But no, I want it to be a, a story of yeah, human I, ingenuity. I, I want this to be a good old-fashioned man versus outsider tale. Yes. Let's, okay, so, so we've got him and then we've got um, Will Parker's story. Story Parker. Mm-hmm. Ace Ripper for the United States. Ace Ripper for the United States. And then I think we need... So, basically... The, the, a begrudging rival Ripper. We need, well, we need the three other nations that have provided their pieces. Because everything else has been destroyed. So, we've got... I think we can do Russia, Japan... I feel like we need to pick Russia, China, and then a third thing, right? Yeah, those are the big if ones. If we're talking, like, realistic world powers. France. Yeah, but that's it. So, do we want to go realistic world powers, or would it be funny if, like, Belgium, Morocco, yeah, Brazil, e- Egypt could be cool, Saudi Arabia, maybe, United Arab United Arab Emirates, and then Antarctica. Well, that's five. So wait, well, hang then on. lose lose one of the other ones. Okay, that so I, hold that up. I Which, so I, I I actually now that I I really want an Antarctica base that they all like. Maybe that's where all of them are together. Like, when they decide to team up, they all go to the Antarctica base. Yeah. Because that's... um, They have to go... They have to do it from one of the poles for some reason. For no good reason. Yes, for magnetic flux. For no good reason, they have to do it from one of the poles. They go to the South Pole. Because otherwise, the Earth's magnetosphere will get whatever. Yeah, so they do it with... Okay, so it's... um, So at first, he's operating maybe... Let's say So if 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 it if, if it's Brazil, then he actually probably just flee him and Jeff Goldblum flee south then. What about this, my dude? Each continent like when so when these things were unearthed, it was basically like each one was used to defend it was like a continent, so like you've got the European So there were seven decks. Well we won't decks. include what are the five Olympic rings? Let's say each one of those got one, and then two of them were destroyed before the nations all decided to then finally team up. I was thinking that they all started with four pawns, but like have been shrekking each other. Okay, that actually raises the stakes a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. So now, in the world as a whole, but at the end of all these attacks, there are only three pawns left out of like 12. So you've got Asia gets four, Europe gets four. North America gets four, Africa gets four, South America gets four. Let's say that at the time the aliens attack, all four of those places are down to two pawns because it's been pawn versus pawn warfare. We're down to 10. Just from human warfare. Oh, just from human warfare. Okay. Yeah, before the aliens even come. Okay, so each nation is down to only two. And then we'll say that America... I really want America to lose all of theirs. But I don't want okay, him to North lose Okay, North and South deck. America... And then Asia, they lose all their pawns. So now it's down to six in the. Now it's down to four in the world. And it's Europe and Africa, Africa. have the only ones. Yeah. 
I think maybe I think maybe Asia still has one because basically what I want is to have a bunch of like rippers getting sent from all these different teams. And okay, yeah, yeah. So, so you each, got like each, a, each one has two, and then all so every country loses one, but then the U.S. also loses its last one. Right. Okay, that could work. And maybe yeah, yeah. he maybe he gets sent, or maybe he just goes because he's like, I'm really good. I can help. He's just swiping. He yeah. He goes. I got a deck. I just all I need is a pawn. I'm an ace ripper. And maybe one of the other countries keeps a pawn, station. but their ace ripper dies somehow, and so he yes. fills in. So he's a he's a transplant. He's alone. They the, they need to link up. I'm an ace ripper. Get me into your rip station because you have a pawn, but no deck, and I've got a deck, but no pawn. Okay, so we've got the 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 nations or the what do we call them? The homes. Gasaria's home. Okay, they're not calling the organization something though, like because oh, uh, okay, the safety zones. Okay, so we've got the safety because you know the there's home and then there's the six spaces leading up to home is called the safety zone. And it says it on the board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the oh, SFs, man. but oh, we shoot, don't say safety Frank, zone. Do they control the, the pawns with like a? Are they looking at a game board that's essentially a simulated... Dude, the person in the rip station, the ripper that's in the rip station, has, like, two Nintendo Power Gloves and, like, a helmet with, like, a HUD and, like, all these wires going out into the ceiling and stuff. Mm -hmm. When they rip that... When they rip that card, like, they're, like, they're, like, hooked up. And they have, like, they have, like, a virtual, like, like, three-dimensional, like, hollow board and everything. When they rip that card. Okay, so... North America at the time of the movie has zero. We got to call them zero something. known pawns because there's still that one on the farm. Right. I, I feel like we got to call them something other than pawns. I mean, uh, that's what they're calling the game. I don't know. Yeah, we'll call them pawn, but maybe we'll come up with an acronym for pawn. <laughs> you know, we're going to come up with an acronym for pawn. Okay, South America at the time of the movie has one pawn. One. One pawn, no deck. Well, here's so here's what I was thinking. I was thinking. Whichever team that Will fills in on, I think they have two pawns, only one deck, and so and maybe the w only one pawn lost its ripper, and so he has to like he and the other p ripper of that nation have to like learn to get along, and they hate each other at first because he's like, "You're not as good as my partner, who was my brother or something," you know? Uh, okay. We don't have to. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so then the other. So then the other guy that. That Will is ripping with dies at some like earlier in the movie. Yeah, because their original plan was to land all four at home, and then this guy dies. So let's say that we start with five pawns total to to fight the aliens. We've basically got one mm -hmm. extra, and then they end up losing two. So we'll say Africa's got one pawn, one one pawn, one deck. Europe has two pawns. Asia has one. So then he basically works on the European team, and he's just ripping. Yeah, and, maybe, and I think I think they have to rip the card and like hold it in the air, and then the like the the slam it down. the like pyramid chamber that the deck is stored in like multi scans it from every direction. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then their like hollow screen updates and shows the pawn movement. Okay, and then they have like a radio in the helmet, obviously, where they're like, "Oh, thank God, it was eleven, guys. It was an eleven, like because they yeah. don't know." So an Ace Ripper, Will Parker story visits Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum goes like, "We need my research. We gotta book it." Yep. We gotta get on a plane. We gotta get on a plane. We gotta and get he on a plane. Takes him to Antarctica. Yeah, we gotta meet. I'm calling. A, I'm calling a UN special conference because I, I guess, have that power. I don't really care. It's a movie. 
I'm calling a UN special conference. All the rippers and all the pawns are converging on the secret UN I don't, ripping bi- ripping station in the Arctic. Yeah, we don't have um it's not like a it's it's that scene in every like disaster movie where basically the scientist who no one listens to shows up to tell the governments that like we all need to fix yeah. this and they're like, "Well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about." So and then, and then he like shows like a picture like these are the aliens that are coming for us and this is them ripping apart an apple pie like so maybe Jeff Goldblum, we're introduced to him, like he's doing that. He's giving a presentation in front of some yeah. people who aren't listening to him. And then afterwards, he's approached by this organization that's like, hey, we're actually on board. We've talked to all these nations privately, and they're all agreeing mm-hmm. to team up. We've got a ripping station at these coordinates, and it's just like, I don't know. It's it's like the art. He's like, he's like this isn't anywhere. And then, he, and then the person looks back at him and goes, no, it's nowhere. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, Comma, middle of. It says Santa's workshop on the paper because the camera cuts to it. <laughs> yes. They call, they absolutely call they their call base. They absolutely call it Santa's workshop. Oh my God. Thank you, Tim Allen. Thank um, you, Tim Allen. Okay. So then, okay. That's steam, yo. That is some steam. I want to talk. Do we, we should come up with characters for each coalition's ripper i think we can broad stroke a little bit yeah on i guess we can yeah so yeah. so we've got like we've got like sarcastic laid-back ripper we have like military man ripper you know what i mean yeah we've got a good mix of men and women we've got like becomes a good friend to will and then dies ripper because he was my brother Oof. so you're saying we're gonna kill the other european ripper yeah. He can be... Maybe it's a girl from Spain. Yeah, and they fall in love. Ooh, then that's harsh. And she dies. Maybe Will dies. <laughs> Will dies getting home, I think. I was just thinking- Home as in the alien's home station. Yeah, that could work. That's he says, good. you know, like classic like Randy Quaid again oh. at the end of Independence Day. He's going into home and he's like... He's like... Eat this, aliens. Here's and what, then he like he, he I, like skates into yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. I just had an idea. So here's my question: Like, you have no oxygen. He's like, I'm there. Is each ripper inside their pawn? I always because this thought is a, so. So this is the thing we didn't actually talk about out loud. Yeah, we've been we've been flip flopping so, on whether they're literal pilots or like drones. So I was thinking they're basically drones, and they they're basic like they're using what is effectively a sorry game board to simulate the pieces and stuff, right? Yeah, but. The one that uh, Randy Quaid uncovers has been, like, so trashed or whatever that they can't hook it into that grid that would let it be remotely operated. So Will has to operate that one from within it, and that's why he dies taking it home. Yeah, it's, it has to go on manual override. Yeah. So it's like, you're like, like there's only 30 minutes of oxygen, and then it's like... It's like, I'm going home, and it's like, no, turn around. Like we can, He's like, no. And then he rips the card. Oh, my... He rips the card from inside the pawn, Scott, and it's sorry. And he skates right into home. He's he's using the fire and ice to like. Blaze I forgot about the fire and ice. Yeah, to blaze around super fast and to like freeze other pieces. And it's like it's like burning out. It's overloading the engines and it's just flooding him with nuclear radiation. Yep. Okay. And then here's what we we add a mechanic where each pawn, like as it moves, because of the way the technology works, moving cr- requires like a huge burst of energy, right? To, to push it where they tell it to go, but then it, it's on a cooldown, And so that explains why they have to basically take turns. 
Yeah. So they have to take turns because they can't just move their pawns and flying them around. They have to be like, okay, this one move here. And then when the aliens move, they're like, okay, ours are like yours is off the cooldown. And they they intentionally like don't all go at once because they don't want all their ships to be on cooldown at the same time. Yeah. Ooh. We can okay. have them. Uh, can we? Ha- we can have them roll dice to or draw cards to see who goes first. Yeah, that'd be funny. It's like I got I got a twelve. I'm first. Yeah, just to just to establish the rotation. Mm-hmm. Does getting home like just destroy all the aliens' pawns? I think that it converts their pawns. Maybe it's like no, no, yeah, it it, it just it taking get, taking the home just deactivates all their pawns and they just like crash into the ocean. Yeah, and you have to so taking home requires four enemy pawns to be in their home base. Yeah. For the for the override virus to kick in. And okay, so here's here's what happens. The aliens do get so we basically get 3 and 3, right? And mm-hmm. um the aliens are about to do it and then Will whips out the fire and gets to go yes, faster and, and just like shoo- right as it's like wild so his ship is on cooldown and the alien fourth ship is about to dock to home and and then the, he slots fire the humans are like we're done like we lost and then jeff goldblum is like will i'm sending you something this should work and then it lets him go it lets him oh move dude and like before like he, it ends his cooldown on, like, early the, on, on the little podium with his deck the ship like digistructs a new card on top yeah and the fire card maybe like is what kills him. Like it lets yeah, him. Yeah, it like overloads the ship and like pulls all the power from like life support systems and stuff. Yeah, so that he can't go. But he knows it's going to happen. Like it says like warning. And it's like, oh, I didn't know about that. Will, don't. And then he like presses yes. Uh, I think Jeff, I was imagining Jeff Goldblum and Will like have a, like a, a, a heart to heart beforehand. A, a text conversation. Like they're talking on the radio where Goldblum says like, here, this will work. But then over the, they like type to him like, you know what this means. Yeah, and, and he's Will's like, like, I understand, and he's like, he's like, I you love just you. saved everybody, Jeff Goldblum, and then he slots in the fire card. Mm-hmm. That's and then, good. And then, the, so then he docks his ship, and then his ship also immediately like, so that disables all of their pawns, and then his ship explodes, maybe because it got overloaded. Yeah, and then it causes the whole station to explode. Yeah, the fire card turns his into a bomb. Yeah. Do they use the ice card to also like stall the other ship? for like a split yeah second. i think they discover that the i think they discover the ice card earlier in the movie but it doesn't like it makes their ships like stutter basically but i, I don't think it like stops them yeah so they use it to a little bit of their advantage but then when like the it, la- it initially works and then they figure out ways around it or just when the last alien ship is about to dock there because the fight basically ice does not freeze for this full length of a cooldown so will just move yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, in yeah. cooldown and the other alien ship is going to dock and they're like we can use ice, but it's only going to delay it because Will's not going to get out of cooldown in time. And then he comes up with the fire card, which breaks him out of cooldown, but also like fucks up his ship. Yeah, and he's like, "No, but yes, but no, but I saved everyone." But yeah. Oh boy, I like I like what we've come up with here. This is I like this a lot. Where is the Earth home base? I guess it's in Santa's workshop. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. is there a single home base? Like, I, I think Santa's workshop becomes the like united earth base after the alien attack Mm -hmm. yeah because they realize they're like each each place they found pods or pawns has like this same you know home pad that they were all inside and then that like trench that they come out of and so then when the aliens show up they notice like uh maybe and maybe they figured it out before the aliens had shown up when they're doing like um just when they when humans were fighting amongst themselves, they learned that like if we get our pawns into their base, that we get to 
control some of their pawns or something. And then they notice the aliens. They're like, holy shit, they've got the exact same type of docking thing. We know how to use that. If we can get four pawns into there, we win. And then somebody, when he, when, okay, I think we forgot something. That was very important. When Will's slotting into home, he goes, sorry. Yeah, to he those. does say, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe we do a similar thing. Like they did another, another callback to Independence Day where Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith are inside the ship and they, uh, you know, they're like hiding. And then Jeff Goldblum gets the ship working again. So then they pop back up and the alien that's yeah, like yeah. in the control tower sees them. Maybe, and they say, sorry. Yeah, so Will will lock eyes with an alien in the docking area and he'll yeah. say, sorry. And then sorry. But like that, like, sorry. Oh, and everyone, that's like the line everyone's waiting for the entire movie. The entire movie. Nobody says it before then. It's like how the last 10 seconds of the Battleship movie, the general takes off his glasses and he goes, we got their battleship. Yeah. And we'll do like a an opening montage at the beginning, I guess, that summarizes like that first history, the hundred years or like fifty years or whatever between when they found the things and when that became the new standard for defense, mm-hmm. and just like a quick crawl. Yeah, and maybe they actually Nothing. like the the ships they found weren't a full set, but then each nation learned how to build. They more. They dredged more up and they had archaeological digs. Or maybe like, they just blah, like blah, blah. I was thinking maybe they just reverse engineered them so they made their own. Um. Because they realized like four is the is the maximum that you need to have or something. Yeah. Cool. And then Will dies. And then he dies, and it's like sad, but then everything's fine. So I think we're good. Yeah, that's good. Alright. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everyone who's given us a, a review or rating on iTunes that, that helps us out a ton. And uh, everyone else, like if you like the show, please um, take a second to just find us on iTunes and uh leave us a rating or review that helps us out a whole lot um for visibility and then uh if you know anybody who you think might like this type of show or is looking for a new podcast uh tell them about our show we'd love to get some get some new friends involved uh so until next time i'm scott owen i'm frank sarah frank what's our password for next week i think you can probably guess what it is because it's gonna be sorry yeah that's what i thought